Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Zone Time is back. Omar from In The Mentions is here. Justin Cuthbert from Yahoo Sports is here. The Queen, Sam from Broadcast is back. Everybody, show some applause for Sam. Thank you so much for gracing us with your presence. We have missed you on this show. And this is, that that means a lot. And this is the episode. I mean, we would have wanted you when when the Vancouver Canucks were undefeated. Uh, But having you on to talk about Evander Kane, uh, Kale McCarr, who I know is your boy, and Kodak Black. Uh, We'll get to all those things. I'm very glad you are here for this. (laughs) Let's start with Evander Kane, though. Let's let's get the serious stuff out the way and get progressively more fun and more ridiculous as we go. Evander Kane, we've spoken about him on the show. We've gone in on on some of the different transgressions he's gone through, uh, pretty much leading up to when he was in San Jose. And then with San Jose, it seems as if with COVID, he just has turned himself into a much bigger habitual line stepper in terms of how he's tried to handle the whole COVID thing, the fake vaccination passport or whatever. And and now he's under investigation from the league when it looks as if he may have violated more COVID protocols while being positive with COVID. But is that going to stop NHL teams from getting him after he was put on unconditional waivers? No, the Edmonton Oilers seem like they want him. Um, let's, let's, let's broaden it out with Evander Kane first. I, I imagine if you guys were GMs, you probably wouldn't take Evander Kane on your team. Uh, Sam, since we haven't heard from you in a while, I want you to start. Would you, would you sign Evander Kane? Uh, that's a hard no for me. Uh, even, even, sorry, I can't even say even if it were his second chance, because I'm still trying <laughs> to get over Ken Holland saying, I believe in second chances. I'm pretty sure his second chance came like three teams ago. Uh, pretty sure his second chance had already passed when they got that photo of Dustin Bufflin flipping him the bird. So I don't don't know where, where Ken Holland came up with this being his second chance and not like his 80th, 90th, hundredth chance. Um, To your point, I don't know that he's becoming more of a line stepper. I would say, I think he's always been a guy who crosses the line. I think he's maybe just getting worse at, keeping it under covers and maybe teams are getting teams are losing patience with him and they're not covering it up for him anymore. I, that's my theory. It's a good uh, point. Yeah, I agree hundred percent. Like I, I, I wouldn't sign the vendor King. I, and I think there are specific moments where you need to, yes, hockey is a game. Yes. Players are play are paid to score goals, win games, win championships, yada. 
but like there there has to be a line there there has to be a line whether it's you as an individual as, a, as an organization as, as a team whatever there has to be a line and I feel like for all the things that that we know is going on with Evander Kane, like with the 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 avalanche of just of just filth and and negativity that's going on going on, and I mean, the fact that one you have a team in the Edmonton Oilers who seem to be one of you know the the active pursuers, but the fact that at a time there were like what up to twenty teams who were interested in him, like I think that's something that we need to focus on as well. Like, yeah, you know Edmonton is a focal point, but there are a lot of a lot of teams who are in on this player, and it just like. And, you know, you kind of think about it, like, why? Like, you know, what, when are we ever going to get to a point where being a good player isn't enough? Yeah, where are we going to get to a point where it's like, yeah, okay, sure, you're a good player. You can score a lot of goals. But there's an aspect of you that we just don't agree with, that we don't want to associate with. Like, when are we going to get to that point? And I think the most disappointing thing, thing and I think something that, I guess, resonates with this entire conversation, um, you know, uh, the Edmonton Oilers, they had they had a presser. You know, Dave Tippett was uh, was was asked questions. Connor McDavid was asked questions, and this is something that Connor McDavid said, like verbatim: "I think Evander's a great player, and he can help us a lot on the ice, and that's first and foremost. Like that, that's first and foremost. Like really, and like we can't and and we can't do the, the whole thing where we pretend like oh you know I'm only focused on my team and yada yada. Like like come on, like like we're it's 2022." Everyone has a phone. Everyone talks to people. Hockey is a very small knit culture. Like everyone knows a lot of things. So like we can't, like I'm, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like you don't know what's going on. You don't know all the things that are, that's taking place. So so that that's what's most important. And yes, I, I understand. Edmonton Oilers, they, they need more scoring. You know, Drysaddle and McDavid can't be doing it the entire, you know, every single night. I get that. But we've complained about how they yeah. needed added reinforcements. Yeah, all the time. We've talked about it more over, over all and over the time. Again. But it just it just seems like there there isn't lines being set and that, you know, the, the Edmonton Oilers just like Google search Evander Kane's hockey DB page and said, oh, he scored 30 goals a couple times. Cool. We'll throw him into the lineup regardless of everything that took place. And I, I don't want to dump on Evander Kane. Evander Kane was one of the founders of the Hockey Diversity Alliance. Like, And I think that's one thing. I think that that's why this entire situation bothers me so much because the HDA has been such an important thing for me and for a lot of people. And it sucks that he was one of the first, the first people associated with that. And then all of this stuff has come out. So I, I want, I want to support Evander Kane. I want to see him succeed, but I, I can't, I can't ignore what's going on. And I think the fact that we're seeing another example of teams just ignoring everything and saying, Hey, you're a good player come score goals for us. I think it's, again, it just speaks to a lot of the issues that we're seeing in hockey culture. Tough. To answer your question, I signed Evander Kane. I mean, am I a real team or am I a fake team? You tell me. Am I the Carolina Hurricanes who are built well and function properly under Rod Brendamore? Or am I the Edmonton Oilers and Ken Holland who are so desperate that they need to take on a potential issue like this. I mean, it really depends on which team you are. And I, I understand why the Edmonton Oilers are doing it because they don't have any other answers. They're lost. Ken Holland has no idea how to acquire talent anymore. That's clear. And that's why this is probably going to happen. And the worst thing is, I bet it works for a little while. I bet yeah. Evander Kane comes in and they make the playoffs and he does pretty well. Yep. And then what's going to happen? The Edmonton Oilers are going to sign him to a contract extension or a contract in the summer. And it's going to be for big money in term. And it's mm -hmm. going to blow in, blow up in their faces. That's exactly what's going to happen. It happened in San Jose. They loved him. 
seven mm-hmm. years, $49 million. There were problems, there were red flags, there was all that. And now he's had his contract terminated. This is what happens. You can behave for a little while, but a desperate team needs something. Oilers are a desperate team, and that's why they're going out to get him. So would I sign him? If I'm Ken Holland, maybe, because I don't have any other answers. If I'm someone else, if I'm a good team, then no, I'm not. Yeah, this is my whole thing about it, right? Like, Evander Kane, just off of just the different stories that we've heard with in Winnipeg and, and in his personal life with, with his partner and the gambling investigation, which, fine, nothing came of it, but that was still out there. Like, there just seems to be all these different issues that are just around him, and I know I don't want that. And it, I don't get the sense that he was well-liked by a lot of his teammates. I understand that there are in, – in locker rooms, you're going to be playing with guys you don't necessarily like. There's, you're not going to have kumbaya moments every single year with every iteration of the roster that you have. But I still think there's something to have some level of chemistry or some level of, of tolerability amongst your players. And I don't know if Evander Kane would necessarily – gel all that well in a locker room if I was a GM and I would be very concerned about having him in my locker room. That's why I, that's why when this whole Ken Holland thing was coming out, the two people I thought of were Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl, because at the end of the day, like everyone can make the point about, you know, how could Ken Holland go after Evander Kane? How could he do this with everything going on? And I know we're singling out Ken Holland here. There are other teams that are interested. I'm not going to get tripped up on the number because Agents could put out whatever they want there in terms of numbers, but we know there were teams that looked around for Evander Kane. It's just that Ken Holland is just the one guy who stepped up and said something. But if Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl went into Ken Holland's office and said, Evander Kane is out there. Yeah, we looked up his DB page. He scored 30 goals all those years ago. And even though he doesn't score 30 goals anymore, he still scores at least 20 and he could help us get to the playoffs this year. I wonder what you do if you're Ken Holland, right? And I also will to, to add to this, like he said that he wasn't really willing to give up futures and, and draft picks at his press conference for, for added help. There's a part of me that wonders if, if I'm Ken Holland and I get Evander Kane, why do I need to do that? I got the scoring help that I need. I wondered if he thought about that. I wonder if oh, he yeah. thinks that he has this sure. in the bag and he feels like, yo, like I, if I sign Evander Kane on the cheap, what am I doing shelling out futures for somebody else i'll find some other goalie on the cheap or whatever i don't need to work that hard i got the prize fish that i want i wondered if he put his hand up and say hey i'll talk to the media today because i want evander kane to know how much i want him i want him to know how much we would support him if he came that's what i thought because he was requested yeah but he was the one who called it no media member said hey this is why ken holland's talking today he wanted to talk and by the end, once he had finished talking about Evander Kane, he didn't want to answer any more questions. So I wonder if that's what his motivation was behind that. Yeah, hundred percent. He's playing. He's playing five D chess. He's yeah, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, and for the first time ever, he's playing five D chess. Let's just. <laughs> which is all fine, but then can we stop talking about like how NHL teams care about like guys who are good in the locker room yes. and like good character? Like that Absolutely. matters so much to that's my team. Bullshit. Like, just stop yeah. talking about it. Just it's always say what we all know, which is that. All that, all that you care about is somebody who can score goals, get you into the playoffs so you don't get fired, and you don't give a shit about, about character. Like, that's just a story you use for your marketing, except your marketing is so bad that everyone knows it's fake. Yeah, exactly. Like, like one of the questions they asked Ken Holland, I think someone brought up like, oh, when 
when McDavid and Drysaddle aren't on the ice, like the like the Oilers are being outscored like two to one, he had like seven seconds of like buffering time, and then brought up Detroit because he has no answers. So okay, yeah, so I'm, I'm gonna, so I'm just gonna like you know like maneuver the system a little bit, and then you know have the trade deadline acquisition with, without having to bring on any futures. Like I get it for sure, but yeah, to Sam's point, like we we always see that all the time. Like oh, you know. We, we, we want to bring in good people and we want to have people who care about each other and yada, yada, yada. Like, I think year after year after year, we've seen more and more examples of that. That's just a bunch of bull. And like, honestly, it's like, as long as you can, as long as you can provide something positive to the team, a team will tolerate you to an extent. And then I, I will say, do with you afterwards. I will say though, to my previous point, real teams, good teams. I think that is part yeah. of their identity. Fake yep. teams like the Edmonton Oilers who are desperate they don't care. They throw those morals out the window because they need it. They need him. They need mm-hmm. something. Man. I don't know. Carolina signed Tony D. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. That is true. That's real true. That's real true. That is real true. I forgot true. Oh about that. Oh, my God. I forgot I'll about that. I'll say this about Tony D. Dude's been quiet all year. Shut I have up. learned to shut up. Yeah, at least he stopped. I have not heard anything. Yeah. I haven't heard a damn thing. Not a podcast. Not a tweet. Yeah. Nothing. Not even when the the uh, the anniversary of the insurrection came through. He that is true. Yeah, nothing. he was just he was just like, uh, I I don't think I should talk about this. <laughs> 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 He's that meme so, with the guy with the vein coming out of his head that <laughs> entire day. If Evander Kane joins a team, because I feel like at this point, like. It's not a matter of if you'll join a team. It's which team is he going to join? Mm. Vander Kane, we kind of tried to make the point on a previous episode. Dude's going to have to shape the hell up. And he, if he finds a way to mess up a cup chance for Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl, man. He might have to create man. it to mess it up, though, unfortunately. I mean, I don't know, man. He, man. I mean, he he got brought on to San Jose, and then Joe Thornton and Brett Burns did the whole, like, hey, at the airport, hey, this is how we do things here, and you're not going to mess around. And he said, <laughs> yeah, for sure. We're not going to – I'm not going to mess around. And then, you know what I mean? So it's just like – It's not even just it, that, though, Omar. Yeah. To your earlier point, HDA, when, that, when the HDA started, no one had a, like, laundered image like Evander Kane. Like he was yep. front and center. He was speaking up. He had yeah. great pieces about him, great publicity. People were willing to throw everything he had done out the window while he was the face of the HDA. And there were, you know, black girl hockey club and a lot of black women hockey fans were like, Hey, HDA, maybe you should address these domestic violence issues and these issues that are important to black women. And they never did. And, you know, we all know what happened like a year later. Mm. I, as someone who, who wrote about the HDA for Yahoo once upon a time and made Evander Kane, I mean, I didn't get to speak to him for it, but made him essentially a centerpiece of that story. Like, I, I'm, I'm part of that problem. And and I kind of share some of the – I sympathize with Omar, too, because I wanted to believe that Evander Kane changed. And I wanted to believe that he put all of that BS behind him and turned a new leaf and is now putting his support into something that – is supposed to help the game be better. And he's not a part of that. He's just being a problematic human being who is may even mess up his own bread by being investigated for messing up COVID protocol because yeah, the Oilers might have signed him by the, by this weekend. Who knows when you'll be available to be signed? 
depending on how this investigation goes for the NHL. But of course, we're going to continue to follow that Evander Kane story as it goes along. And uh, Sam, you mentioned marketing in the NHL. Don't worry about that. We're going to get to a whole topic about that a little later on. Let's talk about your boy Kale McCarr first, though, because dude's having himself an electric NHL season. He scored himself some pretty sweet not goals. Real. He, he's, 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 he's not real. He's not a human being. He, no. he, he, Kirby Doc still doesn't know where he went. It's absolutely ridiculous. He should have had the highlight of the night on Tuesday night, but well, you know, anyway, uh, what have you guys thought of Caleb Carr's production in the last little while? Are we talking about a guy who could be like a 30 goal scorer as a defenseman or maybe even more? Who knows? Yeah. I mean, like, just like he's, he's just, he's just unreal. Like, like watching him skate. Like it's one thing, it's one thing to see these highlights when they like do like the super slow motion and they focus on his edge work and stuff, but you just you realize that he's doing this in like in full time from the blue line as a defenseman, just like head up the entire time, like legs moving inside out. It's just like it's it's just not fair. It's just not fair. So like literally, so like when you know, the, the Kirby Doc thing happens, you know, you know, destroys him there. And then, you know, the Avalanche face at least. And the entire time I'm watching this, I was like, just don't do anything that ends up with us on on top 50 play of the year. Happens. Does he, <laughs> he just like, he's just, he's just ridiculous. He's a ridiculous player. And he just makes it seem so easy. And I think that's, that's the key thing when it comes to like a superstar player is that when they're doing all these like ridiculous things and they just make it seem like seem so easy that they don't even care that that recent game goal against Nashville, he scored that goal and barely even celebrated. Like that's when, you know, like a player's at his peak. So it's just like, man, it's tough for Philly, you know, considering the story, the story that came out that, uh, that, uh, that's tough. Yeah. That's a tough one, man. Because like Kale McCarr is like, he's on another level and it's not even close. I wonder uh, how long Bobby Clark had been holding on to that. <laughs> he was sitting on it for sure. He just waited. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think the full quote, basically he was just going, tearing into Ron Hextall for all these picks. He's saying we have all these first and second round guys who are never going to play. And they take Nolan Patrick above Kale McCarr. I mean, he'll, oh. he'll turn, he's, he's, he's in the NHL, I guess. He's not another team, but uh, Kale McCarr. I mean, is night and day between uh, between Nolan Patrick and Kale McCarr. We're talking about just a random center compared to arguably the face of his position. And basically, the only other defenseman who holds a candle to him is Adam Fox, who should be up for a Norris Trophy every year. Kale McCarr, uh, this tweet's from NHL Foley, on pace for 44 goals through 79 games. It would be the third most goals scored ever by a defenseman in a single season I, I and i know a lot of people like to think about the nature of the norris trophy that should be enough for the norris trophy in my eyes if he's able to do that like i i get it you gotta be a defenseman but like at one point i think at the end of november he went on a run where he had scored like one or two goals every game i did the math and he had like as many goals in five games as the entire canucks team had in that exact same period over the same number of games this is obviously so, pre-Bruce. This, this is obviously this pre-Bruce. Is pre-Bruce. <laughs> we have to yes. set up the context. This is pre-Pre-Bruce. This was like yeah. right at the end of November. <laughs> oh, my uh, God. Cuff, go in. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we're just talking about a generational player. Like Sidney Crosby and Alex Ovechkin, they, mm-hmm. you know, they kind of seamlessly shifted into Connor McDavid. And I think when Connor McDavid, you know, he's going to carry the mantle for the next five, six, seven years. 
But I think at the end of that, we might be celebrating Kale McCarr as one of the best defensemen of all time. And I think this year he's going to put himself, you mentioned the stat, he's going to put himself in the record books or in that conversation this year. What is he at? 16 goals? I think only nine defensemen in history have ever scored 30. So Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. He's, you know, he could get there by the end of February and he could easily get to that 40 goal club. I was at a press conference with Jared Bednar maybe a month, month and a half ago. And he was asked about 40 goals just as a joke. And he stopped everyone from laughing and saying he can score 40 goals like this. The, it was like he knew that he was going to have this scoring season. Well, maybe he didn't predict it by any means, but like the talent is so damn obvious with this guy and it shines every night. I mean, we talk about the mantle maybe p- potentially being passed to him. It has temporarily been passed to him in terms of watchability, because while the Edmonton Oilers continue to do what they do, I don't want to watch them. I want to watch the Colorado Avalanche and I want to see Kale McCarr score a goal because he's pretty much doing it every night right now. And I think he's going to get to 30. It'll be the first since Mike Green in 2008, 2009 to get there. And I honestly think he could probably get 40. And you mentioned the Norris Trophy. I mean, 30 should do it. 40, we might be talking about the heart. Yeah, I think so. I also love the fact. I also love the fact, uh, Cuff, that you mentioned that Jared Bednar, he believes that he could reach that plateau too. Because there are coaches out there who would see a guy like Kale McCarr and would see the offensive talent that he has and may want to try to shape him into something that he's not, just in the hopes of, you know, having their players just kind of model the team DNA of being like defense first or something like that. So to hear a coach not only just continue to put his player on, let him be great, but even encourage those, those, you know, those expectations for him. That says a lot about Jared Bednar, you know, that, that says a lot about that type of coach. And look, I'm, I'm with you, man. I want to watch Kale McCarr play. I want to watch him basically do an and one mixtape on the ice. Like I, I want to see him do it. Like seeing him handle the puck and just wheel around players is one of the most fun things you can watch in the National Hockey League, man. He's, he's, the, he's, best, he's, he's the best skater in hockey. I mean, McDavid's the fastest for sure, maybe the fastest with the puck, but in terms of like everything that McCarr does in terms of, you know, pivoting and twisting and turning and, and, and all the edge work, he's the best skater in the National Hockey League. Yeah. Imagine, <laughs> if, imagine if after the play, like Jared Bednar was like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, it was a great goal, but, you know, he only had like one block shot, you know. <laughs> Not too many hits. <laughs> he turned the puck I over. Four. I want Sorry, four point four over. block shots. I mean, I think the craziest yeah. thing about this conversation is like none of us were like, "Oh, ridiculous!" If he's in a conversation for the heart, we're all like, "Yeah, that's totally reasonable." And this is a guy on a team with Nathan McKinnon, Miko Ratnan, Gabriel Landeskog, Nazem Kadri, and like he's the one who's the standout right now. And mm-hmm. you know, 
Nazim Kadri is having a ridiculous season and no one is yes, talking is. about it. He's on he's pace. Got, he's like 130 is. points. Yeah, he's like got 48 insane. points in 30 games and he's having like the season of his life and no one's talking about it because Kale McCarr is so good right now. Yeah. If it was a Leaf, we would. Man, what? Man, come on. <laughs> come on. <laughs> but you're right. We would. But look, uh, why are you booing me? I'm right. You know you would. <laughs> it's true. It, it is true. It is true, though. But like, yeah, man, like th- that team is just, it's just like someone like open, did like a franchise mode NHL 22. They had a just... bad start to the season. That's the thing. They yeah. weren't even good to start. Yeah. Man, maybe that's the adversity you need. You know, every, every team who goes off, goes on for a championship has that like little tough, sp- tough pocket where they just like store all this Disney channel music, music, like in Disney channel energy. And then they use that for the playoff run. So they can be like, Oh, Remember at the beginning of the season where we sucked? Look at us now, right? So, you know, maybe, hey, maybe that's, maybe this is their moment. Hopefully. That'd be, fictional, cool. That'd be cool. What fictional Disney Channel show team, I, I guess the Wildcats from High School Musical, is that the energy you're thinking of? Or I don't know. The, the, the Wildcats, Troy Bolton has never faced a, 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 a smidge of adversity in those movies. They what? get the ball to him. hundred. What they they won every single game. The beginning of the third movie, they win the championship. What are you talking about? There's no adversity whatsoever. They win all the time, and they sing in the middle of it. That's how good they are. They're so good, they don't even have to pay attention. They can stop for like three minutes, sing a song, and then win the championship right afterwards. There's no adversity <laughs> on, on that team. However, you know, a team like the Colorado Avalanche, who've gone through some things, you know what? Maybe they can, you know, look in the past and think of all those moments, say we're all in this together, and then, you know, go on a playoff run or something. I did not Does expect any... Omar to have no. encyclopedic knowledge of high school music. I, I know I know, I know a lot about Disney Channel stuff, you know. Did, is, is it because you, you willingly watched it, or did you have sisters? No judgment. No, well, well both. Like, like when, okay. when, dude, when it, when it initially came out, like, I was so hyped. Like, the, the trailer for that? It was like, oh, this the new Disney Disney adventure where a boy and girl meet at New Year's. I was like, whoa, this is sick. I was hyped for those, man. I was watching it. And I was like, okay, all right, all right. This is nice music. Then they made the second one. I was like, oh, yes. they made a sequel. Then the third one came out in theaters. Whoa, huge. So, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Well, well, while grown men are watching, or not grown people are watching Euphoria, you can catch Omar watching High School Musical. <laughs> Euphoria is wild. Euphoria is damn wild. We could do a whole other podcast on on the uh, the first episode of the new season, but uh, we have to talk about uh, Kodak Black showing up in a Florida Panthers game. And um, okay, so just for people who somehow don't know, uh, the NHL uh, tweeted that uh, Kodak Black was at a Florida Panthers game on Tuesday night, and we all just thought, hey. It's pretty, it's pretty interesting. They tweet about a rapper who's at an AHL game. I guess that's interesting. And then people noticed that he wasn't in his uh, seats near the ice. And then they found a video of him in the <laughs> luxury suite with, uh, with a lady. And uh, they got really close. That's, that's as much as we could say. We, a lot of people like to suggest that they went beyond being close. Oh. But we, can, we cannot confirm. Review was very inconclusive on that. Um, just off the fact that we're just shedding tears and just trying to hold oh back laughter God. on this. Where does that night, in terms of seeing the video, speculating everything, where does that rank in terms of nights or, or just times on hockey Twitter? Because hockey Twitter is known to just produce some legendary nights. Oh, this could be the play of the year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it, that was my favorite, my favorite day on hockey Twitter, just because just 
all all of the the hockey energy around it you know like we have to do you have to send the video to toronto for it to be reviewed (laughs) like it was it was so it was hilarious and the fact that like i think i don't know if it was the nhl account or if it was the florida panthers account that like tweeted a video of like you know behind the scenes of of, of kodak black and they took it down (laughs) (laughs) i mean shame on the nhl though for not like for taking it down before you said reviewing the video, we saw video review. It was nothing like, yeah, maybe that's not the best look. Maybe they don't want to advertise that, but there was nothing like illegal happening. It was two grownups dancing in a private suite. Oh, I mean, so I'm, funny. Hey, look, that, look, look, you they take of... any publicity they can get. And if it's not oh. sexually explicit in nature, just, just go with it. NHL. Sex sells. Shame on them for taking yeah. it down, man. Sex sells, oh. man. Like, like oh look, my god, who who among us hasn't wanted to stunt at an NHL game and you know get cozy with your lady at a game? Just Kodak man. Black just decided to take it one step further. He was doing his thing. I don't know why people were yes. so like. I don't know why there was so much controversy. There was people right beside him. There were people <laughs> in the other booth looking over. Like, <laughs> I mean, I don't think they'd be doing what they shouldn't have been doing with two people right beside them filming it like in their I mean, box i mean some people and listen I'm from, I'm from brampton ontario and i own the internet i knew what was happening at the time come on people <laughs> i just really appreciate that you said in the box hey hey he he was doing his thing in the box oh my god imagine <laughs> yo imagine if gary bedman like made, made a statement oh my god that'd be the that'd be the greatest moment of my if life he had to, if, if he, he had, had to make a statement oh my god we regret Holy. to see that that'd be, a, that'd be a bill daly assignment for sure yeah, oh, yeah bill, bill daly, bill oh, daly yeah. would just like walk up he'd walk up with the paper and just like uh hi everyone um so uh yesterday's game there is um uh an incident that was filmed and um Famous uh, rapper Kodak Black. Famous rapper Kodak Black. Um, who, who, who we love, by the way, and we, we were happy to see him at the game. Um, nah, they're and, not gonna uh, say that. You know, they'll, they'll, just, they'll just be so uncomfortable with it. And, oh my gosh! Like I love. I, I love didn't even moments. know who he was. Yeah, I love those oh, moments sure. that happen. Like, like remember when Snoop Dogg like dropped dropped an F bomb at the All Star game? Like, oh, that was so fun. Like, like those moments that just like unite hockey twitter are are my favorite moments and yesterday was definitely if one of not my favorite it was hilarious if they oh, had a man. sense of humor they should have just had george peros do like a full player safety video we could see kodak and his partner in the luxury box you can see there is contact between the two <laughs> however there is no genitalia being revealed so it is inconclusive to determine that uh, sexual relations were <laughs> happening in that luxury suite. <laughs> yeah, the craziest thing about it is that, like, you know what's funny? The funniest thing for me was, oh like, waking up the next day and uh. then, like, you know, like, you have, like, your friends send you memes and stuff. The funniest mm. thing was having friends of mine, like, send me videos of what was going on there. Like, I didn't know what happened before. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you got, like, like, that's what it is. People who don't normally care about the NHL. Like, this year, the NHL, if you were a casual fan, you know, there are two things that may want to draw you in. It's it's Trevor Zegers doing the Michigan and 
Kodak Black. <laughs> but, but here's the thing, Julian, is that you're absolutely right. Like, you know, it, it's, it's, I think it's fascinating when those moments happen, when you have people who like don't watch hockey a lot, who do see these things. Like I remember, I think it was last, uh, last season. Um, yeah, it was definitely last season. Uh, Wayne Simmons got in a fight with someone and a lot of people who just like weren't hockey fans were like, whoa, whoa, you're just allowed to like openly throw hands like on the ice with that. And it just like blew up. I think it was even on TMZ. So it's like, I think oh those God. moments, yeah, like it was, it was like huge. So I think like, you know, as, as funny as, as it is, I think the league kind of wants moments like this where, you know, people who don't watch hockey all the time are talking about the game. So take it as a positive, I guess. Yeah, honestly, like it's for that reason, they can't get fans at Florida Live Arena, which yeah. has never been as live as it's ever been uh, last <laughs> night. So they can just enjoy that. But you know, hockey Twitter moments, it was definitely right up there. For me, though, a couple others. When the Sens were caught on video in the cab or in the oh, Uber. Oh, Unbelievable. Yeah. Another oh, Senators man. one when Borowiecki and Melnick sat down. I was, in, I, was, I was in Bali when that was happening, and I should have been going to bed, but I wanted to read about everybody, what everyone was saying all day because it was so good. And then the, the big one, the Subban, Stamkos, and Hall within, like, what, a half hour? That was yeah. like the biggest Twitter hockey Twitter day of all time. But what about Kodak Zamboni? Black, Kodak Black entered the Hall of Fame for sure. Julian, don't. That I mean, don't. I was I was don't. at a Canadian game when that was happening. So like, a big one too. That was a pretty big one. Yeah, it was a pretty big oh, one. Oh my god! That that game started the Pierre Engvall curse. I don't know if anyone's familiar with that. What's but the Pierre Engvall curse? The Pierre Engvall curse was a, a very short-lived thing amongst uh, Leafs fans, where anytime the, uh, Pierre Engvall scored, the Leafs lost. And it happened for about a year where anytime he would score, it would be like, oh, sweet. And then they would lose the game. So, you know, I think I'm pretty sure Pierre, Pierre Engvall was the last person to score in that game against David Ayers. And then, you know, the rest happens. They lost to a Zamboni driver. It has to be a Hall of Fame moment if Disney's making a movie about it, right? That's very true. Is that's that, very that's, true. They are called? doing that. See, that's, 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 the, that's the one Disney movie I will not I gonna, watch. I was going to say, that's got to no be way. conflicting, Omar. That's no got to be the most conflicting thing ever. Avoiding that one. No, not a watching Disney no Channel way. original movie. What if you were a Zamboni driver and you got to live out your dream? It's a Chris Pratt going out as a Zach Efron. Zach Efron just yeah. like runs in the background like that. <laughs> That'd be hilarious if these get like all these like obscure Disney Disney stars, Corbin Blue and like Ashley Tisdale. <laughs> <laughs> just giving him a hype speech beforehand like this is your moment david this is your moment the old sing in the background oh and that's what hutchins comes out of nowhere <laughs> oh my god I definitely, <laughs> definitely will not watch that movie it was a great uh, moment for him for sure and you know what and you know i i can resonate with you know wanting to have a moment of following your dreams however uh i i i forced myself to watch the amazon documentary and i, I was gonna ask I wouldn't, do that, I wouldn't do something like that again so um I was going to ask, would you rather sit through another watch of the Amazon doc or would you watch that movie, uh, the Disney Channel movie, recreating the Zamboni night? I'd rather watch the documentary because at least, like, here's the thing about the documentary. Everything is okay until the final episode because the final episode is all playoffs and then it gets, like, and then it gets bad and then it gets bad and then you hear the Sheldon Keefe speech and you forget that Now's the time! Dude, I forgot that they lost. That's how hyped that speech was. But anyway, yeah, I'd rather watch the documentary than than. But I can't, I can't do it because. You know. uh, really quickly, I appreciate uh, that you forgot they lost. Like yes. that explains so much. Yep, I legitimately forgot. 
legitimately forgot. And then you see T- Travis Durbin doing a spin around in the defensive zone. Like, oh, yes, right. And the shots cool. were like 13-1 or something. <laughs> Last thing I'll, I'll ask about Kodak Black. Do you think the NHL has to say something about this? No, they'll probably just be like, they'll probably just try to sweep it under the rug or just or just let it let it have let it have its habits do and then it'll pass by i don't think they'll make a huge statement about it unless like people complain or something but i don't know i don't think so i don't think they make a statement about it unless they want to distract from something related to vander kane oh yeah so like, that's true the order the sign of vander kane oh so so we would like to talk about kodak black <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think I, it looks as if Roberto Luongo's tweet about it might be enough. Oh, that was funny. By the way, him <laughs> tweeting about it, amazing. Dude, and he may very well here. have been like next door. He probably yeah. was. Probably was. Yeah, the NHL doesn't have to touch this, but I will say the most interesting wagon from that game or that that night was the one on the ice. Florida Panthers, nineteen and three on home ice, ninety-eight goals for during that span. Averaging almost four. They are a wagon. They are the wagon. Florida Panthers no. right now. Time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. We not we gonna ignore the fact that Cuthbert just straight up said the most interesting wagon. I mean, the most interesting wagon was on the ice. Seems yeah. like he yeah. he's trying to act, he's trying to act seems. like he he's gonna try he, yeah, he's trying to act like he wasn't trying to watch the video. I mean, hey man, you know what? You know what? Do, I, I mean, I had to make sure. I had to make sure once I was sure. you, sir. Yeah. Do he's you, absolutely, sir? he's absolutely Back right though. The... Like you know what, the, the Panthers are a great team, and yeah, that's why that's why I, like, I want to say it was last week, Julian. You said, uh, "Hey, you know, how do you, would the Leafs win around?" And I said, "Maybe, you know, they just have to <laughs> win the division." And I don't want to face Florida in the first round because I don't want those two headlines going against each other. You know, battle of teams who haven't won around in ten years. I don't want that. We lose. So you know what? Bigger Twitter moment: Kodak Black coming out playoff game versus the Leafs with everybody watching. Now that's. <laughs> Oh, they my, should just imagine. give him. A, they should give him a box, just I for mean, that reason alone. That would be a little funny. home like ice advantage. He ends, he ends up being like the spokesperson for for the Panthers. <laughs> That'd be Yo, probably hilarious. I, I I I love the idea of the Panthers. Like, I don't know if they do it, but I would love the idea of them like leading into this and just be like, we know this was a ridiculous thing. They should. Let's just. They should. Let's just. They should. It's a. You know. I mean, not saying you should be carrying on badly in a box but like we all thought it was funny why not let you like do you want to watch that clip or do you want to watch the Canucks play again last night so, and by again oh. I mean other people because I didn't actually watch the Canucks play last night I I don't care to do that but uh hey would you rather watch the Montreal Canadiens no hey <laughs> yeah yeah they're, hey they're doing, perspective they're, they're doing that better Right. Yeah, yeah, they are right. doing better. There are guys coming off COVID protocol. You are absolutely right. There are yeah. guys doing better. Yeah, claimed uh, Pitlick right. off of waivers, right? Yeah. Some people, He's... you know what I read? I read that Pitlick was the next Michael Bunting. There you go. All right. There you huh? go. Huh? See, huh? positivity for Canadian fans at the end, coming from the Leafs fan. Who would have thought it? Uh, we managed to get through this episode where we discussed Evander Kane, Kale McCarr, and a rapper getting it on in a luxury suite. Uh, never a dull moment in the National Hockey League. Uh, thank you all so much for watching or listening to this episode. Uh, subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Subscribe to the YouTube page uh, for Yahoo Sports NHL. And uh, yeah, check out in the mentions from Omar as well. Be sure to check that out because he does a really great show. And check out all of our other great content from all of our other great shows. Uh, for everybody, I'm Julian saying so long and peace. Maybe next week we'll talk about someone else doing something crazy in a luxury suite. Zach, have fun.
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.